Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, metal, hardcore, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. We're not striving to make objective value judgments, be professional critics, or be tastemakers here. We just want to put new music in front of you and encourage you to interact with it however you see fit. If you like something, then go ahead and support it. Buy records, go see bands, etc. Keep in mind, we're just a couple of guys in the basement. Uh, just talking about music don't take anything we say to heart don't uh don't don't feel like we're coming after you we're a couple of idiots we acknowledge this regularly keep that in mind please the format of the show is very simple as well we have 10 bands in the queue every week everything is listener submitted we roll some dice and randomly select between five and seven per band episodes per band usually to listen to that's all there is to it it's been a real struggle for me to do this intro this week i'm having a lot of trouble talking which bodes well for a format which relies upon the charisma of the two hosts to keep it going it doesn't but it doesn't rely necessarily on a lot of uh we'll say uh good talking yeah sure yeah yeah it doesn't rely on a lot of good talking uh if you want to submit music to the to the show it's demo listen podcast at gmail.com just make sure that your release is a year or less old from the time of submission if you want to call in it's 260-222-8341 leave us a message uh you can do so either voicemail or a text message if you don't believe in your own brevity if you are going to leave a voicemail please keep it a minute and a half or under time yourself it's easy to do uh, you can also just send us a voice memo if that's easier for you. Although that makes it, I did find someone did that on the last episode and it was tougher for me to get it on the show because I had to like screen record it for my phone and then send it to, it was a whole, a whole other step. Yeah. So actually don't do that. Just leave a voice message and keep it brief. And then finally, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash slash demo listen podcast, five bucks and up gets you access to all of our content. 10 bucks gets you access to our content plus our tapes. We should have the highball cassettes in hand pretty soon here. I'm just waiting on a tracking number from now audio but should be in production they're just uh they're just slower than usual it must be a rush season or something we've been really good on getting new content uh out regularly so far this month we've had a new episode every week we're going to record the third and final part of a series that we're doing right now which is a deep dive on the nemesis records catalog and we got a request to do another stinkers revisited which is actually i had been thinking about i would like to do one of those so maybe after the nemesis records we'll do a stinkers episode uh which is a format in which we take record Records that are uh, traditionally looked down upon, usually like from a, an otherwise lauded band's catalog, like the Bad Warzone record or the Bad SSD records, and we give them another shot and see if they're actually better than we remember them being or better than other people have given them credit for. Last time, our tune changed on a couple of those records. It, it did, for sure. So uh, that could be the case again. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, you we have dozens and dozens and dozens of hours of extra content. At there, least 24 we have a lot more than that we have a whole lot more than that we have like a lot a lot of extra content so if you want to subscribe do so thanks to all of our new subscribers we're getting up there it's pretty cool uh we can keep doing records for you keep putting out tapes maybe eventually put out actual vinyl if uh it ever becomes um like if the timeline ever begins to make sense again which well, probably not i tell you what it's we were just we're right here we're looking at the lineup for riot fest yeah when this dies, yeah, then that's right. when yes. we'll return to being able to press vinyl in a, in a timely fashion. Yeah, that's probably true. So a couple things this week. I listened to the entire uh, class EP after mm-hmm. last week's episode. Fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Listen to the entire Best Wishes EP. Fucking rules. Mm-hmm. So I can now wholeheartedly endorse both of those releases. Didn't get, get around to listening to the rest of the black metal stuff, uh, but it's still on my list. 
I also failed to mention that when my band played in Chicago a couple weeks back that I met Mike from First 7-Inch Club, a podcast that I enjoy a whole lot Mm -hmm. and have mentioned on the show a few times. Uh, Mike came out along with a guy named Liam who does a podcast called Cinepunks. So it was a veritable hardcore guy podcaster convention. There you go. Uh, And I wanted to say thank you to both of those guys for coming out and, uh, and giving uh, you know, their support of a, of an endeavor of a non podcast endeavor that I do, um, and encourage you to listen to those podcasts. If you feel so inclined new, uh, uh, some, some Indiana news, Indiana, hardcore related news, uh, legacy act at this point, a uh, band that I think, and I have talked about on the show deserves uh, a lot more recognition, a lot more, uh, a, a lot higher position in the sort of uh, hierarchy of Indiana hardcore and punk acts than they get because they were short-lived and they didn't have any physical releases, that is Overpower, uh, mm-hmm. my buddy Jacob's band. Uh, well, all of all of uh, the only guy I'm not really friends with in that band is Mitch, and I used to be friendly with him, but uh, Jacob, Jared, Skyler, they were a, a power violence, fast core band from Indianapolis in the early 2010s. Um, they broke up because that's what bands do and the lore surrounding that situation the abridged version is they were a straight edge band during their time on the earth and uh at the time jacob took being straight edge very very seriously and he had no interest uh in tarnishing the legacy of the band by by releasing the record after member other members of the band broke edge right which in a way yeah in its own way locally Uh uh-huh cemented the legacy right because there's a demo yes exactly let's just let's keep it real here you don't get a legacy with a demo right unless you have a very opinionated boisterous front man sure that decides to self-destruct right just for honor like a klingon right right yeah yeah exactly right yes, it like was. that's the only way you get any local notoriety on a fucking demo right so there is a demo and uh well they also played live and they were they were really good really but what i'm saying is like you know yeah yeah yeah, for sure so there was a demo and then there was a seven inch that did eventually see the light of day uh online but the copies of the seven inch because keep in mind the seven inch was pressed however some of the copies were reportedly destroyed destroyed in a a ritual bonfire right. by one member of the band. Again, back to the back to the self-destruct. Yes, right, sure. But finally, after ten years, cooled, uh, uh, mended bridges, mm-hmm. cooled tempers. Mm-hmm. What remains of that pressing of the overpower seven inches finally seeing the light of day? Okay, Jared posted about it. I think today. Uh, and I just want to say I'm very excited. And when that seven inch comes out and becomes available, uh, I will put a link. I'll mention it on the show and I'll put a link in the show notes because uh, it's something that everybody deserves to hear. And I'll probably just go ahead and put a link to the digital copy of the seven inch in the show notes too, because it's up on Bandcamp and it's something everybody should hear. We've talked about it on the Patreon episodes before. Like we, I, I've played it on, I think when we did like an Indiana kind of roundup of stuff that we really liked from Indiana, I included the overpower seven inch on there. So finally seeing the light of day. And then last up, I wanted to get your opinion on how did you enjoy the Cemetery Rapist set? I, I thoroughly enjoyed the set. I did too. I'm just going to tell you that I still like on record. Yeah. Whatever. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? But I've seen a few, you know, and I've played with a few. We played like a we we played like a fucking gore porn grind fest years ago, not you and I. Yeah, Daisy Cutter? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, meh, whatever. Sure. Um those bands rarely I rarely have any fun watching them. Sure. Because it's so reductive, yeah, that it's it's 
pointless. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that was. But I'm going to say that cemetery rapist. Mm-hmm. Good. I would agree. Dude. Good life and entertaining as fuck. Very entertaining. I don't know how entertaining it is, like on a stage separate from the crowd. Sure, but yeah. in the mix, yeah. Ten out of ten would do again. I I I was really pleasantly surprised by how much I liked that. Scene. Yeah, because I knew it was going to be dumb and entertaining in a stupid way, but it ended up being entertaining in in a, a pretty just genuine, straightforward way. Where it's like I like watching this guy perform this. Yeah, in this and, setting, and, yeah, know? and and uh, you know, I mean. It it seems like he really he really feels his own shit. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> if not, then yeah. like you know he's good at he's good at aping it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because he had a he had a good swagger up there. We'll say in yes. his own way for sure. Um, liked his shit was like I loved how I loved how there was um, basically like the samples were were an integral part of the song for sure. Yeah. Where he's like lip syncing to fucking samples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean for sure. And hyping those up right. And, uh, you know, the, 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 as you pointed out before we started recording, the uh, cricket vocals mm-hmm. cutting through everything. Yeah, he, I mean, I was really impressed by how audible the cricket vocals were in a live setting. Yeah, because you have to imagine that it's, part of, it's pretty tough to do those out loud. Like, it's a yeah. lot of inhales. Sure, yeah. And it's really tough to do that with a lot of volume, right. I think. Yeah. Uh, we were just trying it. Sure. Beforehand. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It yeah. makes me yawn. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. It, right. I, I imagine that it's it's a skill you genuinely have to hone. Yeah, you have to work at it. Right. And I wonder what the thought process was in, in landing on that. For sure. If there was even any. Yeah, if there was any at all. But I really dug how fucking ignorant it was. Yeah. And I thought that uh, Clay is a is a good performer. For sure. Like right. a good front man. And he it. seemed like a, a, a genuinely very nice guy. He did say that it's weird being the cemetery rapist in 2023. He did, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure, he did say that. Probably is. Probably, yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the turnout for the show was great. I think we had close to 70 paid, which mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. The kids are down with the gore grind, porno grind shit. Yeah. And it didn't bring out too many porno grind freaks. That was what I was most worried yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like 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 you you're talking like the real fucking basement yeah. dweller. Scum of the earth motherfuckers. Yeah. There were a few weirdos. There was an eighty year old man there. Um, was there? Yeah, he was gone by the time. Jimmy's t- not that old. No, no, not Jimmy. Jimmy's sixty five. <laughs> Jimmy is sixty five and it was really good to see Jimmy there. I was super psyched that Jimmy came through. I've known that man since I was a child at this point. But no, there was a genuinely like an eighty year old man there. Like from the beginning of the show and he was with three like eh, middle-aged-ish kind of guys that was he just like driving like he paid for the ride he paid for the show i i don't know yes he watched bands and he got kicked in his fucking chest really hard because he was standing up front during one of the early bands before you got to the show yeah and they were outside and the guys that were with him were they were like you shouldn't have stood so close i don't know why you did that i guess he was in a lot of pain and and i guess when louis uh from moloch pulled up he saw that guy emptying a catheter like in the fucking like he or he was like pissing out of a catheter like in the alley like he had his like balls or cock out of his shorts and yeah. like Louis saw him and it looked like he was emptying something out. Okay, I mean you know calfing is something sure. that, that older gentlemen have to do. Yeah, 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 for sure. Why not? So he was apparently just doing it in the alley in broad daylight and was hanging out at the death metal show. I piss in the alley at broad daylight for sure. What's I, the difference? Yeah, I guess, man. Out of a bag, out sure. of the calf, or out of the cock, it don't matter. Right? Sure, sure, sure. So I didn't see that dude. Yeah, I think he was gone by the cemetery rapist set. Yeah, I think he left like during the set, the band set. I'm really that. curious what the story is with that. Yeah, me too, because he was fully, and I'm not exaggerating. There's no hyperbole 
example here, this was like in a fully an 80 year old man, like an old guy, a really I, old guy. I'm really curious what that's all about. Me too. Maybe just a fan of heavy music. It, it port- it's, it's, it's a, a portent of the future. But legit. I mean, because you, you have to think about this. If he's 80, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In 2023. Yeah. He's less than 40 in 1990, 1989. Mm-hmm. Plenty young enough to like hear death metal for the first time sure. and go, oh, sick. Especially if he was into punk sure. or thrash before sure. that. And to be like, oh, yeah, this is a continuation of the stuff that I like. Right. And then just keep going to shows I mean, 40 years ni- later. 1943, he would have been 40 in 83. Yeah, sure. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, sure. Stranger things have fucking happened. Yeah, much stranger things have happened. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, I, I hope he's okay. Uh, yeah, he seemed fine. I mean... He, he shook it off. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it seems like hopefully, like, you know... Because there was that one time that I broke that old guy's nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And knocked him out. To say the least. I think he, and fell, I don't think, I think he fell in some glass, too. I don't think he knew what was up. No, I don't think he did. Right? <laughs> I don't think he did. And we, you know, also... Yeah. You know, we were especially ornery that well, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we were really. I think I kicked the guy in the head that night. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's a different story. I don't think he knew what was up, so I'm hoping that this 80 year old dude is like down. It seems like he was down. Another thing I saw, yeah, dude in a full on matching top and bottom. I complimented. Well, I didn't compliment him, but when he came up to pay, I said, "Damn, dude, you had to bring out the hard fit for the porno grind show." And he was like, "You know, I had to do it to him, bro." And I was like, "Okay." I couldn't make out what it was. Yeah. But it was like matching top and bottom of like melting bodies and stuff. Yeah, there was a band logo on yeah, both. There, I just there was like a splattery band logo. I'm yeah. sure some slam band. Yeah, of course. That that's a slam attire. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you, kind of wish I had it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't wear it out. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> just kick you it know, around as, the house as leisure wear around the house. <laughs> sure. That's my fucking robe. Right? Yeah, that's my smoking jacket. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, dude. I think I might have to track one down. Yeah, you might. Right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was good, dude. Right? I gave him the nod for that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe you were playing. Because I, I saw you up there having a good time with it. It and was, I was like, you know, I was, this was good. fucking dying. I was laughing so fucking hard. Yeah. Just because, like, there were there were about six people that were moshing. Right. A couple of them were, like, like that were committed to the mosh. Sure, There yeah, were a couple yeah. people going in and out, right? right but there, right, were, right. there were about six people that had cleared the floor, and they were doing their, like, honestly, dude, it reminds me of the fucking, like, Soul Train. Yeah. The way they take turns <laughs> yeah, going yeah, down yeah. the line and <laughs> yeah, showing off sure. the moves. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. But, like, you know, there was, like, six people doing that, taking their turns with their mosh, and then all of a sudden everybody would do a little bit of side to side. Right, yeah. Right? There's one younger dude comes to a lot of shows there he always fucking goes hard yeah yeah like like most people pull up before they really hit you right and he doesn't yeah 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 you know <laughs> wait which kid is that the kid with the, the blonde hair and the blonde oh yeah hair. he sings for moloch yeah. yeah 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 no he he'll mow into you yeah, yeah 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 so he was going hard there were some other people going hard and it was just funny watching them um and and their varying degrees of we'll say um agility and flexibility sure yeah take turns moshing right it was Right, the whole thing—the the whole thing was a fucking spectacle. It was, yeah. So, yeah, that Avery kid who comes to shows was sitting in the back with me, and he said that this was the the closest to a real life viral moment that he's ever been a yeah. part of. Yeah, which I would say, yeah, pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got anything you want to jump into it? Uh, I got something. Oh, okay. Contest. Uh, oh, sure, that's right, a contest. All right. Yeah. So, if you're listening to this show, you might have listened heard by now on your high fidelity 
earbuds or your high fidelity sound system in your car that there is a small fan running in the background uh-huh. or maybe you didn't notice it at all gray and i are at odds about this currently yeah sure i like the air circulation it's, it's stuffy nice. down here it is stuffy down here right you don't like the noise because you think that we have real audio files that are listening to this so what i want to offer up is at some point during the show yeah the fan is currently running uh-huh i'm going to get up and I'm going to turn the fan off. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to say when. Right. We're not going to mark it or anything like that. Yeah. And the and what I want what I want is if anybody can identify down to the second <laughs> the fucking moment that fan turns off. Yeah. I'll send you 10 bucks. <laughs> okay, I think that's fair. That's a good contest. Okay. I agree to those terms. There you go. There we go. So, you know, just put it up there. First yeah. person to fucking post it up on fucking, you know, Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Gets a hold of you because they sure shit ain't getting a hold sure. of me. Yeah. Um, you know, the first person to fucking put it up there with the timestamp down to the second. Yeah. Right? Gets it correct. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Okay. Coming your way. All right. Sweet. There it is. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's jump into the queue then. So... Uh, first up tonight, we have got Fizz, that's P-H-I-Z, with Jigsaw Feeling. This is a band out of Germany that is on DBNO Records. Um, DBNO has put out some stuff that I really like. They put out the Echo Chamber demo, mm-hmm. which I love. They put out the Mortal Form demo, which my buddy Andy plays in and I really like. This was sent in by Fritz. Then we have got Profane Elegy with, with When All Is Nothing. This is a black metal project from Pennsylvania. It was sent in by Duncan, who says that it's a little bit more highfalutin than he typically enjoys his black metal, but he thinks that this uh, this works very, very well, and there are some symphonic elements, but they're not too upfront. Um, then we have got Deeper with Careful. This is a band out of Chicago, Illinois, that was sent in by Joshua, who described it as if Omni were a little bit more melody-driven, driven, but I think Omni is super melody-driven, so I'm interested to hear this. Then we have got uh, Bibione, I guess, with uh, maybe Bibioni with uh, Quattro Formaggi. This is a band out of Czechia. Uh, they're, uh, they're based out of Prague specifically. This was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats, who described this as some uh, rip and post-punk stuff. All right. Then we have uh, a Chinese band that is using uh, a Greek name. Uh, specifically, this is the Greek word for hoplite, like they're infantrymen. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is hoplite. Uh, this was sent in by Black uh, by Blake, who uh, I, I have to imagine that this is some more Chinese black metal stuff, which we've had a, a handful of those on the show. We've had some winners with that. We have, yeah. Then we have got Painful Choice. This is a split with Sugar Coat and the Arrival Note. This was sent in by Amos from Denver. Um, so this is uh, a band that's kind of split between Atlanta and Chattanooga, and I guess features one or two members of Gum. Um, Amos said it's kind of on that tip, but is more rev summary. Hmm. Then we have got Bogside Sniper Squadron with their demo. This was sent in by Clifford, who described it as some uh, some pro IRA blackened death metal stuff. Um, and evidently, this is members of uh, oh shit, who is this members of? I can't. The IRA members of the IRA, yeah, presumably right, <laughs> or at least supporters of the IRA. Uh, Devil Master, I think this is members of Devil Master. Okay. Uh, then we have got Ninth Circle with Disemerge. We've had this band in the queue before, but we didn't get a chance to listen to it. Oh, we, yeah. We commented on their look. We commented on their look. We commented on the art. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we didn't get a chance to actually hear the music. So this was resubmitted by Andy, who plays in the band Artificial Joy, who we had on the show and liked a whole lot, and said uh, this stuff is good enough that he thinks it deserves another shot. Okay. Then 
then we have got the final agony with their self-titled release this was sent in by mike who plays in sarah and he said this is some more integrity worship i have seen some people posting about this and referring to it as such um and then last up we have got sewer heads with their self-titled release this is a band from dresden germany it was sent in by thomas who describes this as some pitch perfect oi street punk stuff okay let's roll the dice all right, two is Profane Elegy. This is the uh, at least somewhat symphonic black metal. When All is Nothing is the name of this one. I do believe a per- uh, no, actually no particular song was recommended. They have one uh, queued up to play, though. It's the third song on here, so we'll, uh, we'll go with that. Regardless of the fact that it is the longest song on this entire release, that's what they think we should hear. So we're going to listen to The Devouring Veil by Profane Elegy off of When All is Nothing.
Okay, we just heard The Devouring Veil by Profane Elegy off of When All Is Nothing. That uh, just came out, well, it says it came out on July 1st of this year. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, it comes out on July 1st, rather. So I have to assume that means that there's a physical release forthcoming. How'd you feel about that? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. I liked it. It, it didn't It didn't lose me. We'll say that. Sure. Yeah, I uh, would say. Last week yeah. I said, like, you know, what was the Turna or Traha? Yeah. Traha. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot, yeah. to my surprise. Yeah. Um, but the where it lost me was with the, when it went f- hard on the keyboards. Yeah. You know, like two-thirds of the way through. Mm-hmm. Not the little, you know. No, but when it went into the full keyboard full interlude. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sure. This... I thought it uh, conversely used keyboards to like really good effect there at the end. Yeah, I would agree. And uh, yeah, I dug this. This this kept my interest. The only thing I'm going to say is, I always say it, I want more filth. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Right? I, this this definitely was not reinventing the wheel. I, no, I don't necessarily think that this was like. I don't know that this was a particularly elevated form of this type of black metal. Like, I think maybe, you know, this was sent in by somebody who's homies with the band. Right. They're probably looking well, at it through that lens because their friends are in a good band. You know? It is a good band, you know, but, like, they kind of, you know, I mean, you're not going to talk shit on your own band unless, I guess, you're me. You're on your, your friend's band, you mean? Well, even on Profane Elegy's band camp. Oh, sure, sure, They sure. talk up about how it's like, you know, using unorthodox. There was nothing unorthodox about this, right, yeah, about yeah, this yeah, track. No, nothing. No, not at all. Right? It, I, I would argue that, uh, you know, Traha that mm-hmm. we heard last week was more unorthodox. Far more. Perhaps. Yeah, I would say so. With the, the usage of keyboards in that was right. certainly more left to center than this. Right. So, like, I, I, I didn't think there was anything unorthodox about this. I didn't think with this track there was anything really that progressive. Sure, yeah. Right? So, but yeah, I thought this was pretty decent. I knew it was going to be slick when I saw the art. I agree, yeah, for sure. As soon as you see the art, yeah, and you see, art, I don't know you where know that came up. from, but uh, I don't know if they had that, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw that, I knew it was going to be slick. That's my only gripe about it is I would have liked to hear a li- just a little raw, a yeah. little more filthy. Yeah, for sure. But um, you know, whatever, pretty good. Yeah. So I, uh, it's it's so interesting that we get this on the show today of all days. Cause I was like, Facebook reminds me of my year of my, uh, memories mm-hmm, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like you posted this on this day in this year. And I want to say on this day in 2013, mm-hmm. according to Facebook, I posted something about how, uh, I finally listened to enthroned darkness, triumphant and, uh, spiritual black dimensions <laughs> okay. and was like, Hey, yo, this band finally clicked for me. These records fucking rule. Okay, okay. Interesting, because I almost brought up and thrown Darkness Triumphant yeah. last night. Oh. Like, last week. Oh, okay. Word. Because of the keyboard. Sure, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And that's in, like, when that came out? 99, I think, or 98? Uh, ninety. I think that came out in 97, and then the follow-up was 99. Okay, so when that came out, I loved that fucking record. Right. And I specifically liked it because of, like, the, the symphonic keyboard thing. Yeah. And now that's what totally fucking loses me. Right, for sure. And and more often than not, that's the thing that loses me about this style of black metal. But those records are really, really good examples of it. And there's almost no other examples of it that I can name that I still enjoy or that I ever really enjoyed. But Dimu Borgir clicked for me on this day yeah. 10 years ago or yeah. whatever, right? So I guess it's fitting that we heard this today. But the symphonic elements were really not up front. Like, it was just tacked on the end there. On this song, anyway. I don't know if they're more present throughout the rest of the record. Yeah, I thought that this, this was just fine. If this is your style of black metal, this is a really good example of it. 
of course, I always want a little bit more filth, a little bit more grit. Uh, but this was good, you know. It was like this is this is another one of the uh, a classic case of of this is on. I'm not uh, I'm not asking anybody to turn it off. I don't know necessarily that I'm seeking this out and spending a lot of time with it. But depending on my mood, I might even go so far as to be like, hey, what is this? Yeah, that's oh, pretty good. You know what I mean? So I'm just looking at profanology and metallum. Yeah, and. At least according to the person that ended it on Metallum, Alex Hellhammer. Yeah. On June first of this of this year. Uh huh. He's calling this an EP. Okay. A seven song it's EP. It's like twenty seven minutes. Okay. I yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Right. It seems like seven Cause, songs. Cause I, I, I was gonna say like another thing that's like a check, I think re- at least recognizing the era that we're in. Yeah. Is that you're getting a nice chunk of music here? Yeah, but it's not like gonna wear you down for sure. Because if you look at like you know I don't know the Emperor releases, they're all like 45 or I think I think like 90 equilibrium is like 55 minutes long. Probably or some shit yeah, like that. which there, yeah. yo as much as I love anthems and like that's one of my favorite fucking records. Yeah, and lo- you know Nightside Eclipse. I like their all their output, but like yeah. yo. That's an exhausting listen once you hit like the forty minute mark. Yeah, absolutely. It's fucking exhausting for sure. Um, and uh, I was like, wow, these guys are keeping it tight, a nice tight full length. It's like twenty seven minutes long. Right. I guess it's an EP. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I think I think seven songs across almost a half an hour is a, is an LP. We can just call that an LP. Yeah. That's been an LP since time immemorial. That's like how long the Blue album is. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Twenty seven to thirty minutes. That's that's an LP, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Not something I seek out often, but pretty good. Uh, what's next? Nine. Okay, this is Sewerheads with their self-titled release. This band is from Dresden, Germany. Dresden. They got the... They got the shit end of the got, stick. They, they really did, dude. They got the absolute... A, I'm going to say right now, Yeah, that was a goddamn war crime. <laughs> was indeed. They got the absolute bejesus bombed out of them. Yeah, that was a goddamn war. <laughs> it was indeed. So we're supposed to listen to the third song, which is called The Muppets. Um, okay. All right, Thomas. He said this is the one. This is the, the Muppets track. The Muppets is the one. Okay. He said this is the track. Okay. Man. So we're going to listen to The Muppets by Sewerheads off their self-titled debut. Yeah. 
We just heard the song The Muppets by Sewerheads off their self-titled debut release that just came out in April of this year. There are some catchy riffs in there. The bass is, is plucking along in a way that was very pleasing to me. That said, I don't know if I can rock with the chorus, the government sucks. <laughs> yeah, so so I was thinking the same thing. This was just musically just catchy enough yeah. for me to like, hmm, pick my ears up. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Pretty classic sound. Right. Not bad. Sure. Hmm, that vocal delivery. Yeah, man. Number one, like, yeah, the chorus, mm-hmm. the government sucks, the government sucks. It may be for them, but not for us. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's... That's like, that is something that you would hear on like strength through oi, like a super on the nose sort of like chorus. Yes. That's like something you would hear in 1980. Right. Yes. Right. To be an adult penning that in 2023 is just like kind of shocking. Yeah. and, And here's the thing. Do it in German and I don't care. Exactly. I was just going to say. <laughs> literally, do it in German, and I'm like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, literally just do it in your mother tongue, and it's fine. <laughs> I don't even care if it translates to the government sucks. Because If re- I just don't have to hear you saying, the government sucks. That's the thing. Like, I really feel like it was written in German. Yeah. And then just translated to English, and they sang it in English. It may be. Because, yeah. like, I have a feeling that no matter what, yeah. It's going to sound better in German. 100%. Right? Yes. It just felt like a it felt like a bad translation. It did. It did for sure. So that that really just stuck in my craw in a way that makes it kind of impossible for me to like no. rock if you're with this. 16? Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Or if it's 1980. Sure, right. Exactly. And unfortunately, neither of those things apply here. Right. So I'm just going to have to give them a a curt and polite tip of the hat and say, "Okay. Okay." Have fun with it, fellas. Pretty catchy little ditty. Yeah, for sure. But, but come on. But come on, boys. Come on. <laughs> come we, on. Like this, you know, come on. Yeah, for sure. I don't need this. Right. There's so much good or like great oi out right. right now. I don't need I don't need <laughs> the government sucks. <laughs> no. I mean, come on, like dude. that's so phoned in. Yeah, dude. Like how? That is so phoned in. Yeah, for sure. We're not we're not letting that slide. <laughs> like okay, there's twelve songs on here, right? Yeah. I could say like like Maybe maybe this this song yeah was like this is like the eleventh song he had written lyrics for and he's like ah oh, man I just yeah I got I'm, I'm, I'm dry I got nothing left I'm dry yeah. I got two songs left I got to write fucking songs for yeah for sure and I'm dry man I'm <laughs> stuck on the Muppets he's like you know what fuck it yeah fuck it I'm just gonna say the government sucks <laughs> 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 all right what's uh, what's next all right five. Okay, this is a painful choice. So this is off their split with Sugarcoat and the Arrival Note, but we're not listening to in, in, listening to any of that. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's fucking let's rock it. There's only two songs on this. Azul Profundo is the first song on here, and that's what's queued up to play. So we're gonna listen to Azul Profundo by Painful Choice. <laughs> Yeah. 
Okay, so we just heard the song Azul Profundo by the band Painful Choice off of their split with Sugarcoat and the Arrival Note. Uh, how'd you feel about that? Uh, no. No, really? No. Not at all? No. Not even a little? I mean, this was, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. If this came out on Jade Tree in 1996, uh-huh. kids are going fucking nuts. Sure. Right? Yeah. That they, they fucking honed that in. Yeah. They dialed that in. The artwork even looks like a Jade Tree release from that era. Yeah, it, it, it does. It looks like a Texas is the Reason yes. record cover or something like that. But this wasn't as wimpy as that stuff. Still. This was very rough summary, I thought. I didn't think it was. I don't think it it, it, it lacked it lacked sort of the like the the the, the main rev summit the the main thing that sort of took me to Rev Summer maybe was sort of like I guess some of the plaintiveness sure, of yeah, it, yeah. But it lacked sort of the the lo-fi charm. Sure, this was this was a lot beefier, yeah, uh, production wise. That was actually a thing I really liked about it, though. I thought I thought the updated kind of more modern productive production sensibilities were nice because I got to hear riffs in the style of those classic ba- bands uh, produced in such a way that there is a little bit of ass behind it, yeah. Um, yeah, predictably, I liked this a oh, lot. Oh, I knew you liked this. Yeah, it was great. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I thought you could go either way on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought this was fucking awesome. I really, really liked this a lot. I'll listen to the other song on this, on this their, their side of the split, and uh, and I'll probably check out the rest of the split, too. Uh, the description in the uh, in, below the songs here have my interest peaked. They, the other band is mentioned as uh, having a built-to-spill and pavement influence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought this was fucking fucking awesome. I thought the riffs were great. Liked the vocal delivery. Uh, unlike the last band, it seems like this uh, this vocalist was indeed delivering lyrics in their mother tongue, which was nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I liked pretty much everything about this. I thought it was fucking great. There are not a whole lot of modern examples of this kind of stuff that really connect with me or I think get it and are doing it well, but this one was a super standout for me, and I liked it a whole lot. The last time I listened to anything like this by choice yeah. was 1997. Okay, <laughs> sure. Maybe 98. The last time I listened to anything like this by choice was probably seven days ago. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I was still trying to figure out if I liked this stuff back then. Right, yeah. And thought maybe I did. Uh-huh. Turns out I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, all these years later, I'm still riding for it. Yeah. I like it a whole lot. No. As we've mentioned many times on this show, I like I like even the wimpiest iterations of this. The Promise Ring, Texas is a Reason, etc. But I thought this was beefier. I thought the riffs were great. Loved it. Thought it was fucking awesome. So there we, you go. We have a rare full divergence. Well, anytime, any listen. Yeah. As we said last, we established last week. Yeah. True died in the wool Philistine here. Yeah. Right? Sure. Anytime well, that we didn't est- and again we didn't that establish was well established. that. That's, we didn't well exactly established. establish that. Right. And again, I think that that's not the issue at play, but we'll just let it slide. It is totally the issue at play. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right, sure. Um any any time there's anything like this, yeah. I've never liked it. Right. Right. For, for the most part. For yeah. the most part. Yeah. Right? Yep. So no. Fuck okay. it. Fuck right. you. Quit crying. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No one gives a shit. Like it a lot, boys. I give a shit. I think it was in Portuguese. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I translated some of it. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Absolutely fucking not. 
That's see, that's the thing. If this had been in English, mm-hmm. delivered in English, yeah. Oh no, I'm still rocking. I'd have fucking, I'd rip these headphones off in outrage. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm rocking with it either way. Right. Um, so to just to reverse what Nate just said, not fuck you guys. Love what you're doing. Keep it up. Really quality, well crafted songs here. Rocking with you. Gonna listen to more. Yeah. Uh, okay. You got you got one fan. <laughs> they got a, they got a few. They have some people. They have a bunch. There's, there's, a, there's a bunch of people supported by Colin. Um, all right. What's next? All right. Three. Okay. Three is Bibione with Quattro Formaggi. This is the band from Prague um, that plays some iteration of post-punk, according to Jay from Cold Brats. We were instructed to listen to the third song, so we're going to listen to My Heart is Full of Hate by Bibione off of Quattro Formaggi. Some emotional delivery that speaks to me. Okay, so we just heard My Heart is Full of Hate by Bibione off of Quattro Formaggi. You liked that. I liked it. Okay. I dug this. I thought it was... Okay, it's it's the, the whole, uh, I guess, the whole sort of like post-punk, we'll say bandwagon that this sort of stuff sort of falls onto. Yeah. There's a... It's pretty full right now. Very... But as far as like a late comer that mm-hmm. I've heard, I, I think this band actually has uh, been around for a little bit. Yeah, at least since 2020, uh, 2020 right? Uh, 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've been around for a little bit. Sure. Okay, so it's not like jumping on at the end. No. But there's a lot of bands out there like this. Sure. This one held my interest. I think maybe it was because I heard just a little bit of like Joe Santiago and the guitar. Sure, yeah. Right? That caught my interest. He's one of my favorites. Right. Um. So, yeah, I dug it. I, uh, yeah. I like it. This is one of those things that I think I like more in principle than I do in practice because 
I liked how there was not a lot to sink your teeth into here in terms very of like minimal. hooks or anything mm -hmm. like that. In principle, in theory, I admire the approach. I admire how inaccessible, how intentionally obtuse this is. But then in practice, it makes it difficult for me to like sit with it and be like, yeah, I'm coming back to this. This rocked. You know well, what I, I mean? Well, I think that's it, 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 like a lot of the hardcore that we hear. Yeah. That we're like, yeah, this is fucking good. And then right out the window, it fucking goes. Right, exactly. This is junk food in the same way. Right, yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, this is a tasty little morsel. You know, I liked it when it was on. It's going to be tough for me to hum a melody from this at a later date. Oh, for sure. Know? Like, like I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to be like, yo, I'm going to dig up that fucking Bibby Young single-sided 12-inch, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in, like, a year from now. Right, for sure. But while it's here, yeah, I'll dig it. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I, I see a band like this playing, I'm buying I'm buying the tape. I'm I had, hanging out. I had pretty good biscuits and gravy for breakfast this morning. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is it's done. pretty good biscuits and gravy. It'll be poop in the morning. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. I think that's about where I sit with this. Like, as I was listening to it, I was like, yeah, pretty good. Uh, pretty kind of herky-jerky post-punk mm -hmm. stuff. Don't mind this at all. Definitely to my taste. But there's no more room in my brain for it. Like, there's, yeah, that, there's that, no, no. I think I think that's fair. Yeah, for I sure. think that's fair. Because I, I ain't going to fucking cape up for it and say, like, you know, what this was is, like, fucking, you know, stellar. Right, yeah. Right? But, yeah. For what it was, especially after coming out, we just heard. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say, and again, I wouldn't say that because for me, I would say, especially coming off of what we just heard, which had hooks aplenty, this having hooks zero, mm -hmm. for me, it made it actually a little bit less like impactful. I, I don't, I'm a Philistine. Yeah, right, exactly. Right? Um, little ghost yeah. on the artwork. Uh -huh. Here's a question for you Would you rather be haunted by an, a, a human ghost? Yeah. Or an infestation of little ghosts, like little mouse ghosts or something. Little mouse ghosts. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, that'd it? be fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what can you imagine? Yeah. Every time you go in a kitchen, there's like little fucking ghost mouse, ghost mice scattering. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Sounds like a blast. Well, well there's got to be a catch, though. Of, yeah. Of like human ghosts haunt you. Right. Yeah. Or they're always shitty. Mm hmm Right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the mouse ghosts, like... Stink up your place. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that might be tough. Right. I don't I think if they stink up the place, no. I'm I It's I, not like all it's not like bad, you know what I mean? But it's like eh, it's always a little bit of a mousy mousy smell around here. Yeah, that might be rough. I don't like But you have to choose either a fucking horrific human ghost that is never gonna fucking leave you alone and terrorize you. <laughs> yeah. Or mouse ghosts that are going to stink the place up. I hate a bad smell, though, dude. Okay. <laughs> You're going with the human ghost. I, I might go with the human. I guess I could burn candles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll stick with it. Maybe I'll stick with it. Like, the, you know, know you got to break out the ozone generator like once a week for the mouse ghosts. That's fine. I, I can do that. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll stick with it. And mouse. I think the mouse ghosts, too, are easy to explain. They are, for sure. Like, yeah. hey, there's a human ghost here. Right. It's terrifying. Yeah. This thing fucking sucks. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or... If you go in the kitchen and you see a little bunch of mouse ghosts, yeah, don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. They, no just, kinda, they just kind of stink they the place stink up. Stink a little bit, but no, you no get big used deal. To it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think the ghost mice for sure. Yeah. Okay, what's next? All right. Two. All right, two is deeper with careful. This is a band from Chicago who was described as being somewhat like Omni, but more melodic. And again, I point out that Omni is very, very melodic. So um, the first song on here uh, also has a video. We've already decided we hate videos. Maybe we shouldn't watch the video. So I, I kind of want to watch that. Yeah, but we don't. Now it's going gonna, it's gonna to unfairly I, color. What maybe. We, maybe. Yeah. I, I'm already unfairly colored colored on this because you're because you're looking at the guys in the band. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. And I heard the word melody. <laughs> 
yeah. emphasis on melody. Sure, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at the men playing the music, and I'm like, yeah, all right, pal. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> Fellas, you're gonna have to try pretty hard. Stop it. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna listen to, and I guess watch the video for uh, the song "Build a Bridge" by Deeper off of Careful.
uh, as, as always, my computer just, I wasn't even doing any of this, anything this time. Sometimes it just like, yeah. it's just like, that's enough. And it heard me say the word vibe. Too it, many it, heard, times. it heard you say the, the word vibe too many times, but yeah, as you were saying, yes, I think it's pleasant, you know, to listen to, you wouldn't turn it off. Um, et cetera, et cetera. I feel the same way about it, but it's just like, I, my, I don't know what, I'm not in a bad mood at, by any means. I'm actually in a quite a good mood. I'm Yo, feeling good. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. If I, if, okay. So first off, let's just mention, let's give a shout out to uh, Sheets. Okay, sure. Right? Yeah. For many reasons, mm -hmm. Sheets is kind of where it's at. Yeah, Sheets are us. If you're in the East. For sure. Right? Yeah. One of the reasons that they kind of fucking rule is you can be pumping gas and hear pavement. That's true. Or like yeah. indie rock right. on the fucking speakers at Sheets. That's true. It is really nice. Right? Yeah. I feel like I could be pumping gas at Sheets. Yeah. And I hear this track and I'd be like, all right, damn. Yeah, this is pretty good. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I hear this on college radio or whatever, right. sure. I think what I think what it is for me is that I, I consume enough stuff that is close to this, but maybe a little bit more palatable or to my taste than this is just slightly that I don't really need this in my life, right? Like, I don't need another band like this because I already do really like Omni and I really like the stuff that this is pulling from, like older bands that this is pulling from. So I don't need this in my life as it is. But then when you throw on top of that the fact that the person writing these songs is using the word vibe multiple times to describe things, and when they're saying things like, you know, they, they're, they're going for something that a two-year-old would want to vibe out to, not only do they say <laughs> that's, vibe. See, that's what kids, that, that, that specifically. They said vibe, vibe out. out. right? That specifically is what, that was the nail in the coffin. I, Honestly, this thing was, this band was standing tall and proud. Yeah. Right, and then mm. you read that, and it was like an instant fucking bullet to the head. And, and this is again, I I admit, like if any members of this band listen to this, and if, if fr friends of the band, whatever, I admit, and I'm I'm being fully <laughs> me a culpa here. Th this is my bad. This is a defect on me. But when I read a guy that looks like this specifically say. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's which, uh, which one is it? You don't know. I want any of these guys. Any of these guys <laughs> says, "Yeah, I want it to be something a two-year-old could vibe out to." I want to hit him. Well, here's this is a cozy. That, that's a that's a cozy vibes t-shirt. Exactly. That's, that's a cozy vibes t-shirt. That's exactly what I was getting to. This is a cozy vibes. It's just like, aren't you ashamed, dude? <laughs> Aren't you fucking ashamed not. for saying, yeah, I want it to be something a two-year-old could vibe out. Like, yo, suck my dick, dude. Two, be a man. Listen, two-year-olds have terrible taste in music. Worse yeah. than mine, even. Yeah, for sure. Worse than mine. Right. Somehow. Right. <laughs> yes, worse than w a cemetery rapist fan. Yeah, worse than fucking mine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Two-year-olds don't want to listen to Intense Degree. They like dog shit. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. So... You know, it's my prejudice is in full force here, and there's nothing I can do about it. All right, so, uh, it's the man I am. Back to it. What I thought, hey, pretty catchy, pretty just fun, just fine. Yeah. Kind of dug it. I would agree with that full assessment, but I would also throw in a, 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 at the end, hey, this is my fault that I feel this way, but also fuck you guys. Right. The video also made me think of something. What's that? Like they were, they had like these... You know, electrodes took yeah. up to their head, and I guess they were, I don't know, digging into a dream to sure. kill some monster. Yeah. Here's the only thing, the only thing that I might look forward to with uh, melding mind and machine uh -huh. is the ability to, like, share thoughts. Yeah. Right? 
and just get into like a, a test of wills to see who can who can wear each other out. Yeah, that would be fun. Hook it up and yeah. stare at each other and start sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who can project more fucking misery <laughs> and torment on the other? I think right? you would win in almost every instance. Right. I can imagine. You know, I think that yeah. would be pretty fun. For sure. That would actually be pretty fun. Right? Yeah, hey yeah. guys, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. Let's fuck with each other's brains. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty fun. Right? And then we just sit around with these. Like a, it turns into a party game. Right. People go. People go have like have party games. Like <clears throat> you know yeah. the fucking Jackbox games. Uh-huh. Right. People think they're funny. They make little comics and stuff like that. Yeah. We don't. No. Yeah, no, no, we, no we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> and, like, you know, you sit around with these electrodes on your head. Yeah. And you kind of, like, I would imagine most people trying to, like, collaborate together to build some funny experience between each other. Yeah, sure. And then I just would immediately drill right in. Right, yeah, yeah. With the most horrific shit you could think of. That's, that I could think of. That sounds like a, that sounds like a setup for a, a Cronenberg film, honestly. Mm, it really does. Yeah. It sounds like a blast. Yeah. I'd give it a shot. It does. It does sound like a blast. Okay, let's... Uh, let's give me ro- those probes. Let's roll the dice one more time. We got quite a... kind of. Kind of a lot of messages to tackle, but I would like to listen to one more one more thing. Well, yeah, we, we've we only do. done four. We've done five. Oh, we've okay. done five. All right. So how many we got left? Five? We got five left. All right. What's ten minus five? Five. Two. Okay, two is uh, Hoplite. This is the uh, the Chinese band. Uh, don't know what they didn't translate the record title or anything like that. Oh, what a fucking pain in the ass, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. It's 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 all in Greek. Um, so you know, I'm not gonna make any any attempt to do this here. Um, I want to do something where it's like it's in like I don't know. We'll say like Cyrillic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Translated through like. Farsi mm-hmm. that was translated through Chinese, <laughs> like Mandarin Chinese. That'd be fun. Sure, yeah. Right. yeah. Just so many layers removed, you can't do anything with it. Right. It's nothing at this point. It's gobbledygook. Right. So Blake told us to listen to the fourth song. I'm not sure what the fourth song is called. We're going to listen to the fourth song off of this record uh, by the band Hoplite from China.
All right, so I believe the translation of that song is Wound. Uh, so mm-hmm. we heard the song Wound by the band Hoplite, and the record translates roughly to Eat Me. The lyrics for that song, I think, translate yeah. roughly to Again, Are You Dead? Where do, Where do I, I make a tear? Where do I make a tear? I would tear imagine. a tear. I would imagine it's tear. See, I'm thinking it's, I think that it's, what it's saying here is, like, well, you're dead? Uh-huh. You want me to fucking cry about it? Oh, that could be. But the song is called Wound, so that's I think why that's I the actual. Hair. I think that's the actual Greek. What do you want me to fucking cry about this shit? Now? Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the Greek. Yeah, that, that might be the case. Uh, well, how'd you feel about this? I really like. Yeah, this. I thought this was great. I, it, it, there was so number one, fucking relentless. Yep, which is what I like about my black metal. Sure, I want fucking relentless. I, I want it to be relentless. Yeah, um, there was something like mechanically repetitive about it that mm-hmm. reminded me of like Mushuga in some instances. Sure, yeah. Right? But there was a ton of like like yo, those guitar solos and stuff straight sounded like a fucking emperor guitar. We were just talking about anthems of welcome to dusk. Yeah, yeah. Straight sounded like a fucking riff or or, or solo off of that. Yeah. Like there was a nice melding of different concepts in here mm-hmm. and and different, I guess, um approaches to metal yeah for that sure. i really dug i agree because then on the on the same token it had like the swirling vortex yeah. uh characteristics of like a death spell yes song or yeah something yeah like, that. like there was a lot of different approaches here that maybe you don't always hear tied together right and i dug it like, like at some point it, it got so kind of repetitive and mechanical yeah that i was wondering if i was even actually listening to real instruments the whole time right sure yeah. you know yeah. i think i am i can't read anything on this fucking page but it looks like there's at least four people in this band it seems that way yeah for right? sure i i really like just how insane it is for like a chinese band to do like a a, a band that is evidently like trying to channel classical greek imagery mm-hmm. and and mythology etc yeah and writing the songs in greek that's so fucking obtuse and like I, <laughs> impenetrable. Fucking, dude, it rocks. I fucking love it. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I was thinking about this um, when who, who was it? Shelby said something about um, is Nile cultural yeah, yeah, appropriation yeah, sure, or something? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know, like, whatever. It's, it's fucking you know, tongue in cheek. Right. Yeah. Um, you can argue that there is, or you can argue that there isn't. But like, I kind of also feel that like once something's out there, yeah, it's out there, man. For sure, I people are going to take it and do whatever they want with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think this is a, a good example of like the best of that. I would agree one hundred percent. It's also why you and I should do a black metal band, but from the perspective of a uh, of a medieval Chinese peasant. Oh yeah, you know, right? We write every all the songs are in like Mandarin, right? Uh, and we're speaking specifically about like the toils and daily labors and political social intrigue going on right. in like Middle Ages right. China. Actually, we could do one that is from the perspective uh-huh. of a Chinese prisoner of Unit 731. Oh, okay. Who also happens to be yeah. a renowned Chinese professor of Mesoamerican studies. Okay. And is an expert on the Aztecs uh-huh. and the interactions between colonial Spaniards and indigenous tribes of South America. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's several layers. Right. It's deep then. Yeah, then it's really deep. Right. When then we're appropriating all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Then we're so deep in it that we can't even be accused of anything because nobody knows what exactly they're accusing exactly. of. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I thought this was fucking great too, right? This is just like a swirling void of fucking hatred. And, yeah. And, and, and that's what I liked. It was, yeah, it was a relentless swirling fucking void, much in the same way that like, what's... 
the the most recent thing we heard that maybe Omega Vortex or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Sure, yeah. Which I, I fucking love. Yeah, this was great. I liked it a lot. And I and I really love the idea of like four dudes in China landing on this. Yeah. Like there's just something about like this culture kind of matriculating through all of these different cultural networks and landing in mainland Asia in 2023 and four Chinese dudes being like, yeah, let's fucking, let's fucking go. I think it would be sick if there was like, uh, I don't know, like a fucking, uh, um, Uzbekistani black metal band. Yeah. Taking the perspective of the founding fathers of the American constitution. That would be fucking great. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, that would be Songs great. about George Washington. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. John Adams. That would be sick, dude. Trying to, trying to embody the spirit of Jefferson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The uh, trying to recount and relive mm. Paul Revere's famous ride. Yeah, that'd be great. Right from the steps of Uzbekistan. So, can I also say this is our first time to use this in practice? I mean, you coined the phrase on the last show. Yeah, bald, no way. Chinese, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Chinese, okay. Chinese, okay. Absolutely right. <laughs> what if they're all four bald? That's rough. That's a whole different question, a whole new ball game. <laughs> yeah. you know? We got to work out the rules, yeah. uh, but uh, I'm not ready to tackle that just yet. Instead, okay. let's say, yeah, this rocks in Chinese. Okay, indeed. Uh, and listen to uh, listen to some voicemails. All right. Hey, just weighing in on your shirt discourse here. My girlfriend thrifted me some sort of like Disney shirt that fits me pretty well. So I'll wear it sometimes. And I never get more compliments from normie bitches than I ever do when I wear my Hakuna Matata Lion King t-shirt. I don't really give a shit what I look like. And also, if you are thinking of listening to Nate and not walking around with your shirt off, I'm a little bit of a, of a homosexual myself, so um, please don't listen to him. Especially if you look like a slightly less shredded version of the Liver King. <laughs> anyway, bye. I'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. Yeah. You know, I didn't consider that perspective. Right. I just don't like seeing people in general. Yeah. And it, I said last week, too. Mm. It's not the fact that I'm offended by boobs yeah. and man boobs and nipples and shit like that. It's the fucking audacity. Right. Yeah. What are you fucking doing? Sure, it's you know it's the same energy as like dickheads that that, that like rev their engines and shit like that. Right? I hate an engine rever. Right, yeah, it's the same fucking energy to me. Yeah, honestly, it's the same fucking energy as almost every goddamn person I see. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, for sure. But for real, like there's a weird, there's a weird like juvenile energy to it that I fucking hate. Yeah, that's why I don't mind seeing the fat old dude. Right, you know that looks like a he's, he's so pale he's almost translucent like mowing his lawn. Yeah. Because there's no energy to that. He just doesn't give a fuck. He's hot. Yeah. And again, I would just push back with like if you're just if you're just hot and exercising, like warm and exercising. I don't think that there's any energy to that. Listen. Yeah. I work outside mm-hmm. all year. Yeah. In any condition. Right. Right. I fucking bust my ass at work. Uh-huh. I wear boots, rubber boots at that most of the time. Yeah. Long pants, a hat, mm-hmm. usually a bandana underset hat. Sure. Elbow length rubber gloves. Yeah. So that I don't poison myself with the poison that I'm poisoning plants with. Sure. Right? And then a t shirt and a button up shirt over that. Right. I'm doing just fine. 
Yeah, but not everybody's experience with uh, with heat and temperature is the same. I don't like it. <laughs> People experience things differently. I'm just saying. If you're working out, going on a run, and you want to take your shirt off, it's all good. Same energy as revving your engine. I but, don't think so. But if you're just cruising, yeah, do it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't want to I don't want to I I don't want to step on anybody else's toes. If that's your thing yeah. and you want to look at this fucking jackass walking down the street. Yeah. Which by the way, he wasn't wearing shorts. It was, I was corrected. He was wearing like workout tights. Oh yeah, okay. Like compression shorts, sure. which are basically just thick underwear. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, and it's 60 degrees out? Yeah, of course. And fuck we, you. We stop, already established. Stop revving your engine. We established. Fuck that guy, for sure. But if it's you're going on a run and it's 90 degrees out, take your shirt off. I don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> all right. Let's, we're not getting hung up on this fucking bullshit again. What's the, what's the next, next, next message? Hey, what's up, you fucking idiots? Uh, it's Shelby. I'm calling from Oakland, California. I'm out here playing some music, visiting some friends. Uh, I just listened to your episode where you guys were debating whether or not uh, having four Chinese guys in a band was an aesthetic decision, and I thought this was a funny coincidence because uh, just yesterday I visited my my friend Pranjal, and he was telling me about how he's starting a band with uh, my other friends Sundeep, Avinash, and Ravi, um, and it's four Indian guys with long hair, and uh, that was kind of the point of the band is they were like, let's just start a band just with all Indian guys. That was like the impetus for starting the band. Um, and, you know, I thought that was cool. I asked how it was going and Pranjal was like, oh, it's good, you know, but Robbie plays in like three other bands, so it's kind of hard getting our shit together. My question for you guys is, um, do you think Robbie's parents are disappointed that he's not doing more? Um, I'll take my answer off here. Thanks. Well, I, I can only speak to the reported uh, experience of, of Indian immigrants that I've known or have listened to interviews with. It seems like, and it's this is not specific to Indian parents in general, or, but rather in general, uh, children of immigrants more broadly, is that the parents are almost always disappointed in the children for not doing more. Right. That seems to be a recurring theme. Because they busted their fucking ass to get here. Yeah, for sure. I have to imagine that Ravi's parents are probably pretty bummed that he's playing music at all. And then additionally, you know, he's only in three bands. Come on, step it up. If you're not going to go to med school, you better you right. better be in as many bands as humanly possible. Exactly. You know? Now, also. Yeah. There you go. Four Indian guys. Well, see, again, and they're going for the aesthetic of four Indian dudes with long hair. See, and that's okay. And see, and that's where my qualm is. Is not with four Indian guys in a band because I again assert that four Indian guys in a band is not an aesthetic. But he's decision. saying specifically these four dudes decided to get together to have four Indian dudes. Right, in but that's probably more for like a cultural thing. Like we're four Indian guys, right? Not like we're trying to look away. But my qualm would be with the fact that they all have long hair. That's mm -hmm. what they're going to have to fucking fix. Mm -hmm. They can't all be four Indian guys with long hair. Mm -hmm. The fact that they're Indian is neither here nor there. Long hair is more of a choice than bald. <laughs> yeah, of course long hair is more of a choice than right. bald. There's no question right. And about my contention that. wasn't that baldness is aesthetic. Right. My contention was baldness, much like the country that you're from or whatever right. whatever race you are, we'll sure. put it that way, Yeah, is no more of a choice than being genetically bald. I would agree, but it's more, but I would agree. But it's it's still an aesthetic thing more so than being a Chinese guy or an Indian guy is. There are different things you can do. You can have a Captain Picard. You know, you can have a... I said alopecia. Alopecia, sure. There's alopecia. There's so all four Picard. dudes, all four dudes 
or of Indian Chinese descent. Yeah. And they all four have alopecia. Yeah, you still, some of you guys got to wear hats. That's all I'm saying. Draw some eyebrows on. Yeah, do something. Yeah, it definitely draws some eyebrows on. Somebody's got to draw a little, like, goatee. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, four guys with alopecia who have different right. facial hair and eyebrow styles right. all they just wooly, markered They just on. wooly willy it every, every time. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. I would love that. So four guys with alopecia should start a band and do that, if yeah. you're listening. I, I, I have to imagine... We got four listeners with alopecia out there. Find each other, congregate, do this band, and draw yeah. different facial hair on every show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's what's our next message? Hey, guys. Uh, so I grew up in Indiana and definitely fell victim in the early aughts to uh, the metalcore shit. And I don't know if you guys remember, but in the early aughts, kids were just inventing genres by putting the word core at the end, like power core and doom core, and then the weirder ones, like... Viking core and ninja core, but I wondered if, like, you think those genres could have ever gathered any momentum and became more, I guess, like, normalized? Because, like, it was kind of the weirdness of it that made people like, kind of turn away from it, but personally, I don't think that's any weirder than a genre called, like, fucking funeral sludge, <laughs> which is pretty accepted. So I was wondering what your guys' thoughts are on that. I've thought about that off and on for, like, forever, being a a kid and a victim of weird metalcore in the Midwest in the early 2000s. So, thanks, guys. See ya. Okay, two things. Yeah. That matter. Mm -hmm. Number one, who's coming up with a moniker? Usually the people in the band. Number two, right. is it good? No, almost never. That's the most important thing is, is it good? Yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, no, no. There's no way in the world anything called Viking core is good. Yeah, no. There's absolutely. no way in the world that phrase is put together in like a genuine way. Yeah. Just like fucking like, like Ailstorm and those pirate bands. Yeah, sure. Like the music is beside the fucking point. Right. The point is the shtick. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah So exactly. it's, it's fucking, for me, dead end. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yep. If it was funeral core, okay. Sure. If it sounds good. If it sounds good. The problem is all those bands that were just inventing new things and putting core at the end, they all sucked. Yeah, for sure. Uh, across the board, it was fucking bullshit gimmick music that existed only as a flash-in-the-pan phenomenon, was probably hyper-local or regional, with some exceptions like, you know, fucking Horse the Band doing the Nintendo core thing or whatever. And no, none of that stuff sticks uh, because it almost universally sucks and is transparent to anybody over the age of 16 as being a pure gimmick and also sounding really fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, and by and large, I think most of the sort of peripheral, the stuff on the periphery of that fucking VFW hall metalcore scene uh, didn't have any staying power for obvious reasons. It was bad. It was gimmicky. There was no fucking substance to it. It's remarkable to me that any of it existed for as long as it did and had any legs at all. I saw so much shit in VFW halls during that period of time that was nonsense. I saw a band called Apple Juice that was two vocalists with backing tracks uh, doing like their version of some sort of core. I, they had a, they had a something core moniker like too. no band. Yeah, no band. Just two dudes yelling in front of fucking samples. Yep, I, and I, I saw so much shit like that in VFW halls in the mid-2000s, and, like, it all fucking sucked. None of the people there are lifers. None of the people there gave a fuck about what was going on. They were hobbyists at best. That shit sucks. 
no way, Jose. I'm glad it's all gone. I hope we never return to that. I think culture has evolved to such a point that we never will, and I think that's no, good. you're wrong. You think I'm wrong? You're wrong. I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to do, like, the the micro-genre, like, hyper-micro-genre. Like, of the MySpace era? Yeah, no. I don't think we're going to get back to that. I don't know. I never thought we'd come back to fucking Limp Biscuit, but here we are. That's true, man. Things have gotten... Yeah, that's true. Zulu covered... Uh, that band Zulu, who mm-hmm. I already think is not good, uh, covered... Um, fuck, what did they cover? Slipknot, Wait and Bleed. So... And it, it was a really bad cover of a very popular, yeah. like, radio song. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it's it's literally the equivalent of, like, a band in the 90s covering Leonard Skinner. Yeah, for, legit. Right. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Right. That's not cool on any level. Right. So, you're right. There are a lot of things happening that I didn't think would happen that are. So, who knows? All right. What's our next one? What's up, guys? So, I had a small idea for the show. Not sure if it'd be something you'd want to do or not, but... It could be really awesome if maybe after each episode you guys could maybe, you know, listen to it again and kind of type everything out so there's a little transcription type thing for us. Uh, sometimes I'll be listening to the show and it might be, you know, late at night or sometimes it's just too loud. And uh, I, I, I love listening to you guys shoot the shit and all that, but just be sick to be able to print it out on a piece of paper or something and read it before bed or something like that. Uh, again, no pressure at all if that's not something you'd want to do, but... Uh, could be a cool idea. Thanks. This is the same shit poster as last week. This is a, this is the same individual who said he had been seeing some bands and he had been noticing them playing instruments and wondered if we had the same experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's an idea. It's certainly an idea. I can barely be bothered to actually edit the episodes and get them up online at all. So, um, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be dedicating any of my time to doing uh, transcriptions of the episodes. But once again... A very good, a very good shit post of a call. It's what AI is for. That is what AI is for. AI is for. Maybe I'll just uh, I'll send this shit to Chat 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 GPT and see what uh, see what that does with it. I don't want Chat GPT knowing one goddamn thing about us. Oh, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna run your voice through Chat GPT and uh, a million times until there's an exact replica. Of yeah. You. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's hear the next one. There's an exact replica of me in text form. In text form. Yes. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Cliff. Uh, I've emailed you guys a couple times. Uh, but I was just driving home from work and I saw a dude with his feet up on the, bare feet up on his dashboard. Uh, passenger side, this girl or wife was driving or something. What do you guys think of that? I found it very off putting for some reason. I don't know fucking why. Uh, also, do you guys listen to any dad rock stuff? Just, uh, wanted to see. What kind of stuff you listen to? Don't say Thin Lizzy. They're not dad rock because they fucking rule. Anyway, these guys have a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's off putting. I, I have a firm. If you're, I think I don't can't remember if I brought it up on the show or not, but I think if you show your feet in public, as a man, I think most people shouldn't do it at all. But like, as a man, if you show your feet in in public, immediate fucking immediate execution, dude. Like I, I, I believe that you deserve to die. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're putting your bare feet up on the fucking dash. No fucking way. And Nate, you're showing a picture of a uh, of a horrible uh, leg break X-ray. It's what I think of it. Yeah, that's what you think, right? Yeah. Right. Is like you know, um, yeah, yo, f- for real. No, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. If for anything, your own goddamn safety. Yeah. Um, just look it up. Feet dashboard X-ray. Yeah. Find some horrific shit. It's some bad stuff. You're just asking to die. Yeah, you are. You right? really are. 
Number one, I don't fit in cars to do it, so I've, I've literally never done it. Sure. It doesn't well, even fucking occur to why me. Why would I? Yeah. Number two, I don't ever fucking walk around barefoot. No, absolutely never. not. I hate never. it. I hate the feeling. I, I am a never nude because I am never. I, the only time I ever take my fucking socks off is to get in the shower. That's it. I take my socks off in bed at night sometimes, but I often sleep with them on. Too. I fucking hate the. I, I yeah. hate. I hate. I have house shoes that I wear around. Mm-hmm. I don't like the feeling. I hate the feeling of grass. I I also hate the feeling of grass under my it's feet. It's like it's like licking a nine volt battery, except it's on my feet. Yeah, it's not good, man. Right? Yeah, hate it. You're autistic. That's why. I guess. Yeah, that's an autistic right. trait. Is it? Very, very much so. Yes, 100%. Okay. Highly. Yeah, I just yeah. hate the fucking feeling. So I've been like this since I was a little kid. When I was a little baby, if my mom would put me down in grass with my bare feet, I would fucking scream until they, she lifted me up off yeah. of it. I could not. Ever since I was a little kid, man. Here's really what it boils down to. Yeah. Right. Feet up on the dash signifies comfort. Yeah. Casual comfort. Yeah. Right. You're driving down the street, mm-hmm. driving down the highway, right? Yeah. She puts her feet up in the dash. She's comfortable. She's into it. She's relaxed. Right. Right? Yeah. She's not tensed up. Yeah. Right? Same thing with a dude. Uh-huh. Right? She's driving down the street. He's got his fucking feet up. Right. Same fucking thing. Just chilling. Right? Sure. Here's my problem. Yeah. I do not like seeing people chill and comfortable. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. Because like, I don't actually care if you get in a wreck and fucking shatter your femurs. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Like, this picture here actually shows that the heads of the femurs, not only did they break, but they also compound fractured and protruded through the thigh. Yeah. And it looks like one of them entered the woman's vulva. It does look like that, yeah. Right? So yep. she fucked herself with her own femur. She did, yes. Right? Yep. Thanks to her cool comfort. Right. And her casual relaxation. Sure. Right? Yeah. I don't really give a shit about that. Whatever. What I give a shit about is you're having a good fucking time. Yeah. And for some goddamn reason, Uh I can't. (laughs) Ever. You have good times all the time. Right. You have good times. That's, I've that's seen, the main problem. I've seen you have a million good that's times. That's the main problem. <laughs> I've seen you I've seen you relaxing, chilling, cooling it, having a great time. I am never so relaxed that it might occur to me to kick off the shoes and put the feet up. I yeah. gotta be ready. It doesn't occur. Because yeah. if, if I'm feeling relaxed, yeah. something's fucking coming. <laughs> yeah, maybe, man. <laughs> Right, something's fucking coming. Yeah, perhaps. I, yeah, I don't know that. That I think that's a disordered way to think about relaxation. It's but. it's a it's a good way to think about reality because it's true. <laughs> okay, let's listen to our last message. Yo yo yo! Um, I wanted to get a, a bit of a take from the preach God himself, Gray. Um, I love Colossal Man, and I love you know your podcast. Um, I want to know. What you guys ask us to keep it under a minute thirty? What is too long to be preaching in between songs during a set? Um, I watched your uh, the video that was taken of Colossal Man playing out of town, uh, out of Indiana. Uh, I don't know exactly where it was, but I I saw that and I saw you giving a little bit of a speech, and I was like, you know, it's fine. Yeah, straight edge is not my thing. I like drugs too much. That's just what it is. But what is your thought process in terms of how long do you keep it and what is too long to be preaching? And if you're preaching about stupid shit, how long should you preach dumb shit, if at all? Thank you. 
Well, I'd like to point out, like, I never am I preaching uh, earnestly about straight edge on a microphone, right? Like, I'm I'm doing a bit. I'm doing a joke up there. I'm usually saying something about how straight edge is uh, not intended to better oneself. The only reason to be straight edge is to lord it over others and get a leg up on the next man, right? So I think it's important to note I'm not up there giving a heartfelt speech about straight edge. I don't want anybody getting it twisted. Uh, that said, I think it's a case-by-case basis, right? Like... Akil, the vocalist for End It, he does bits between songs. He talks quite a lot during End It sets, and he's very funny and charismatic, and it works, and it's very much part of the live show. Uh, Urba, when I've seen Urba bands, he does you know bits and banter between songs. It works really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle from Obscene is doing his like wrestling heel bit between right. songs. I'm basically doing a wrestling heel bit when I sing for Colossal, man. Same deal. Um, so I think it's just a case-by-case basis. If you're preaching earnestly about something, I mean, nine times out of ten, I'm zoning out anyway just because I've been here. I've done that. I've been here for a fucking long time. I've heard every speech that there is. I've probably given about every earnest speech that there is at some point during the course of my time as a a man with a microphone in my hand. Um, That said, it usually doesn't offend me. But if you're talking longer than the songs are, that's a big fucking problem. So there you go. You hit the nail on the head. Number one, uh, I think regardless, you get one speech. No, We're going to put numbers in this. Yeah. One fucking bit. Yeah. No more than 30 seconds. Sure, yeah. 30 seconds is a good. Every three to four songs. Sure. If you're playing like a 12-song set, yeah, that means that you get three little bits. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you actually start playing. You might do something beforehand. Sure. You know. Number two, if you're in a fast band, Mm -hmm. you don't get to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You can do like, uh, you can do bookends. Yeah, right. But you right don't get front, the right fucking end. If you're yeah. in a fast band, you go. Yeah, you. I don't go. care how fucking hot you are. Yeah, I don't care if you need a drink. I don't care how fucking miserable you are. Right. Yeah. You fucking go. Yeah, I would agree. Right. I would agree for sure. You fucking go. Yep. And if you're in a slow band, shut the fuck up. Get this fucking set over with. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, don't don't belabor the fucking point. You're barely, you're barely even fucking working up there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think it's case by case, man. You know what I mean? Like we can make some hard and fast rules that apply broadly, like Nate just set forth, but it's case by case. Sometimes somebody is falling well within the parameters that we just established, and I'm still like, shut the fuck up, because they're not fun to listen to. Talk. That's, you that's know? the other thing too. Is you know, like just goof. Yeah, for sure. Right. If you're gonna have a take, yeah. right. At least do it tongue in cheek. Absolutely. Right. I, I said, like I said before, like sometimes I, I when I see somebody actually saying something that they care about, and I'm like, oh, this takes me back. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. I remember, oh yeah, but that kind of sucked back. <laughs> sure. 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 Right. I think it's. I think particularly if you're saying something heartfelt, you need to keep that as brief as possible and say it in the most concise, straightforward way you can manage. Right. right. You know what I mean. Right. On occasion, I'll say something about like, hey, you know, spaces like this are important to maintain already i'm fucking literally as we're sitting here yeah, yeah, yeah. already i'm going oh god yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> i try to keep it as brief as possible and just say hey yo you got to do it yourself you got to cooperate with other people to get it done etc uh, etc et um wrap it up yeah <laughs> so when i say something like that the rare occasion where i'll say something earnest on stage i try to keep it concise straightforward not uh, mix up mix it up too much i'm trying to keep that like you know 20 to 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. And even that's a punisher. <laughs> right? I don't think so. I, I don't think it is. I don't mind. 
I think it is. I don't mind at all, but I have a, my heart is a little bit bigger than yours. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a little bit more room for that kind of stuff in there. It's just, you know, come on, come on. <laughs> right. But yeah, there are young people in the room. Sometimes I'm not saying it for the people that are there. I'm saying it for the teenager who maybe yeah. is like, oh, yeah. That's a good point. Wow, well, I never thought of I never that, thought of that I before. Never thought for myself before. Wow, good thing this grown ass man's telling me what to do in a fucking basement. <laughs> Yo, sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you just need somebody to give you a little nudge, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's all our messages for today. That's all the that's all the content we got. What do you think about that? We're content creators. <laughs> yeah, or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, so that's all the content we got for you today. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to hey. subscribe to the TikTok. And don't forget to hit Gray up with the fucking timestamp when you heard the fan That's kick right. off because it did kick off it did kick off first person to submit something yep. i'll send you 10 shiny dollars <laughs> there you go all right we'll see you next week